here. And we can't wait for the times when we all gather together. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But we thank God for another beautiful Sunday morning. For every one of you watching, God bless you so much. And listening. This is the mega church. Um, the Oboise Council. A higher mega church, Oboise Council. And we are blessed, blessed, blessed this morning to be coming your way wherever you are, all over the world. We are excited to have you join us. I know that your life will not be the same again. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to thank you so much and we bless you for this time. We give you all the glory. We give you praise. Thank you for your presence in our midst. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we take our seats, I've just been reminded that we have to take our memory verse. So, uh, our memory verse for today is 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 1. I hope that is on your screen. So that you can join me. Let's read it together. Ready? Yeah, go. go. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 1. Let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor. That the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 1. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please take your seats. And um, I just want to quickly remind you that God willing, the first Sunday of June, we are having what we call our DMO service. Wow. Now this is a special service where we raise funds to support our father, our bishop, our evangelist, Bishop Dagiwood Mills, in the crusade uh, ministry. And so during that service, we would be taking an offering, a special offering, just to support the Healing Jesus campaigns. I'm sure we'll be showing you some of the crusades, just uh, some clips so that you see what goes on at the crusades. That's right. We would want to see a lot of people supporting and uh, making pledges to support every month. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is going to be the first Sunday of June. And next week Sunday, which is the last Sunday of the month, as we always do, it's our Ben MP Sunday. service. <laughs> Which is what um, every partner does every month. We, we give our support to the Healing Jesus campaign. So, Ben MP stands for beautiful, exciting, mood-changing, exciting, nice, mood-changing partner. 
and no bishop actually tremono say yeah 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 dear hood tom sai kuno bo a kwesieda a ebay a bosumeno near cattle crano yeah pobwa na sikana ya de mano yeni na yadia baya mumamunye do near pam bwedu medino not medino conedim amen amen all right so i think that i can move on to preach the word of god today somebody say preach Preach. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, like Pastor David said, we've been preaching on faith secrets. And today um, is the fourth uh, week, so faith secrets part four. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Today I'm preaching on faith is to make adjustments. Faith is to make adjustments. And for those of you who have been listening and been uh, watching, uh, you know we've been preaching from Bishop Dark's book, Faith Secrets. And so I want you to turn with me to Genesis chapter 17 and verse 21. Yanko Genesis 17, 21. Genesis chapter 17 and verse 21. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that, but my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. What say? Amen. Amen. Then Genesis chapter 25, I'm reading from verse 5 to verse 8. Okay, I thought that we were going to have the scripture on the screen, but, but anyway. Um, it says that, And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac, but unto the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son while he yet lived eastward unto the east country. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, a hundred, threescore, and fifteen years. Then Abraham gave up the ghost and died in the good old age, an old man full of years and was guarded unto his people. Amen. 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 Now we see a man of faith in action. And um, today we are saying that if you are a man of faith, you are somebody who makes adjustments. When you hear the word of God, you make adjustments. I mean, what, what do we mean by adjustment? I mean, making some changes, some shiftings, moving certain things so that some things will be in place. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible says that Abraham received the word of God and the word of God to him was that the son that Sarah was going to bear was going to be the one that he will establish his covenant with. Amen. 
Yes, He put things in place. Because, as we can see, the Bible says that he had concubines. Abraham <laughs> Some of you didn't know. You thought that it was just Sarah, but the, the Bible is making it that they were concubines. Abraham or side chicks. Mercy. Mercy. Lord have mercy on us. Lord have mercy. I tell you. But you can imagine, I mean, if a man is going to die and he's making his will, all his children, everybody will want a part of it. In fact, there will be, be chaos if they realize that my name is not in the list and all that. It will be a lot of chaos. So Abraham did not wait till the time he would die so that there will be confusion. Everybody is saying that I am the this, I am the that. He had to put things in place. Yeah. So he gave gifts to the children of the concubines. But to Isaac, his son, Isaac, he gave everything, his possession, everything. He was the heir. Bible says he gave all that he had to Isaac. Trust him, Isaac. But the others, he gave them gifts. Why did he do that? Because he knew that they were not the children of promise. For many people who get confused as to who is supposed to be the child of promise of Isaac, it's clear in the scripture that of Abraham, Isaac is the son of promise. Isaac, yeah. So you can see that a man of faith who believed the word of God, he made adjustments, he made changes, he changed things. Many times when people hear the word of God, the word of God doesn't benefit us because we don't make the needed changes that we have to make. Hallelujah. Amen. And the question I will ask you today is that what adjustments have you made since you gave your life to Jesus Christ? Even, even when coronavirus came, people have made adjustments to their lives. Yeah. 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 Things have changed about you. Yeah. I mean, these days, I mean, if you're a lady, you'll be putting on lipstick, whatever. But now, no, we don't see your lips again. Eh? Things have covered your face. Girls, girls, face mask. You have made adjustments. Why in You wash your hands all the time. You apply sanitizer all the time. Because you believe in that message of the coronavirus. So you made adjustments to suit the situation. How how come since you believe in Jesus Christ, you haven't made any adjustment to your life? Yeah. 
You see, even in the world, you can see that before you can join things. I remember when we were on campus, there were a lot of uh, groups on the campus. And before you can join, you have to be a certain type of person. There's, and some of the groups, I couldn't join because when I looked at it, I, I couldn't adjust myself to those things. So I didn't join them. And right, old school porno. Yeah, I was not ready to some of the changes. When I looked at the people, I said, I don't think I can live my life this way. So I won't join this group. That is me. That is me. Other people join. But, yeah, but what I'm saying is that me, I couldn't join that group. Now, But there is something that when I got born again, I realized that there were changes I needed to make in my life. Now, There are some things that must become clear that you have made changes, especially the friends that you work with. How come since you got born again, you haven't made any adjustment? The same friends you had, these friends who will take you to drink, the friends who will take you to smoke, the friends who will take you to all sorts of places, they are still your friends. Nothing has changed. There's no adjustment in your life. And it's the reason why you're going through the things you go through. Yeah, Bible says that, 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. It says that all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. Things. So how come you still have the old things, the old friends, the old films you watch, the old uh, music you listen to? You are listening to the same songs which didn't help you. You haven't made any adjustment in your life. So when I see you and I see the way boys are touching your breast and they are playing with your body and moving around you and you don't do anything and you are still the same, you don't show anything, I can see your face. Yeah. What adjustments have you made since you became born again? Adjustment to be able to wake up early and pray. A lot of us haven't made that adjustment. It's still in your mind that as you wake up at 8 o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever time you wake up. But when you become born again, there must be a paradigm shift. There must be a change in your thinking. There must be a change in the way you do things and especially in your prayer life. The Bible says of Jesus in Mark 1 35, a great while before day, he went to a solitary place and there he prayed. Trust them, Mark 1 35 
That is the one that we follow. How come you have not made that adjustment in your life? Yeah. You have to make adjustments to be somebody who witnesses to people about Christ. But you haven't made an adjustment. And so anybody at all who is around you doesn't hear the gospel when they come to you. Yeah. It's an adjustment I had to make. I told myself, listen, anybody who comes around me, you will hear about the gospel. Yeah. You haven't made any adjustment to have your quiet time in the morning. Yeah. You used to wake up in the morning, eight balls of kinky. That is what you eat with uh, whatever. And then you mash the night one as a, as a top up. And that is how you have been eating. And up to now, it hasn't changed. It is still the same thing. No change. And so you can't fast. You can't, you can't fast. Fa fasting, you haven't made any adjustment in your body to fast. Yeah. Amen. That is what it will be because you haven't made any adjustment in your body. Yeah. I realized that if I wanted to serve God in a certain way, I needed to make some adjustments in my life. I'm talking about myself. Yeah. When I had to come into full-time ministry, I realized that I needed to cut off some things from my life. Yeah. How come you haven't made any adjustments? Yeah. Bible says that do not be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. But for you, the unbelievers are your friends. They are the main people you work with. And your Christian life has not moved any step forward. Trust Yeah. Very true. Even if you if you, if you want to marry, you want to marry, you, you need to make adjustments. I mean, yeah. Some of you are married, you understand what I'm saying. You, you have made adjustments in your life. That's that's how you are still married. It, it don't work. It don't work. Sometimes I see some people they are married, they don't want to change the, the way they are, as it was in the beginning, socially ever be whatever world without end. Amen. It's the same life. Your, your husband will sack you from the house. In the morning when you have to cook food for your husband, you are sleeping because you, you used to eat gari and sugar in a cup. So you thought that when you are married, it's still going to be gari and sugar. Your husband wants to eat good food. He wants to eat fufu. He wants to eat banku. Arise from your sleep and begin to cook for your husband. Make adjustments to your life. I thought somebody would put your hands together for Jesus. Yes. 
So when you, your husband is driving you out of it, you are crying. But you haven't made any adjustment to your life. Yeah. You don't bath, you bath in the morning when you bath. You don't bath again. I mean, your whole life, you have to make an adjustment. Now you are not alone. You could sleep with your whatever, one uh, singlet, one whatever. But now that you are married, it should change. Nipadi <laughs> This is all the ladies, the panties they wear is the same pants. You worn it. I mean, the pants has become like boxer shorts, big one around you. Make adjustment. Now you are not alone. You are with your husband. Wear something nice so that he can also appreciate the wife he has married. I, I thought the wife should be clapping. The wife should be clapping. <laughs> Amen. Amen. There must be a change. You used to have a very morose face. Every time you are squeeze your face, you are not smiling. You are not happy. When they come near you, nobody, ah, nobody can stay with you. Your husband, when he comes home, you must meet him with a smile at the door. Smile. Hello, honey. You are welcome, honey. Then you'll be happy to come home. But when he comes to such a face, he will not come home to you. Don't <laughs> worry. Don't say that. Don't say that. Oh, I think the wife should clap for me because. Ah, message. But you see, throughout the Bible, you can see a lot of people made adjustments to their lives so that they could live a life of faith. Yeah. When the prophecy came about the birth of Jesus and how he was going to be born and all the things, Joseph and Mary, they made adjustments to their lives. They should have been married and having all sorts of things. But they said the child is going to be virgin birth. So Joseph should not touch her. All the adjustments, I'm sure he felt like touching her. And all, but he believed the word of God. He believed that the child must be born of a virgin. And so he did not touch her so that the prophecy will come to pass. Yes. Because he walked in faith. Faith is to make adjustments. Somebody say is to make adjustments. Faith is to make adjustments. Once you've heard the word of God, there must be some adjust or some, some people saying an adjustment. Adjustment. Yeah, Bible says that when Peter heard the word of Jesus, Bible says that he forsook all, he forsook all, and he followed Jesus Christ. He made adjustments to his life. When Zacchaeus heard the word of Jesus, the Bible says he said to Jesus, anybody I have taken things from, I'm returning it back to them fourfold. He made adjustment to his life so 
that he could live the Christian life. But you can see that some people never made any adjustments to their lives. Yeah, somebody like Samson, he didn't make the adjustment that he should make. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. He kept living the way he was living. He liked girls. I mean, the guy loved girls. It's a girl boy. Oh, yes. When he sees a girl dear, he has to show his love. <laughs> that is the guy something. Something, no, no. I brought you something. And God knew that if he was going to do well as a judge in those days, he had to move away from all these girls and all these things. Yeah. He was told not to drink wine. He was told not to shave his hair. He did all those ones. But you see, the one thing that would save him that he was supposed to do. He didn't make adjustments now, for that one. He didn't make the adjustments. And so he didn't survive. Something should have lived long. But something died early. Something something. Ask your neighbor, what adjustments are you making to your life? maybe you have made one adjustment but it looks like there's supposed to be a number of adjustments something did the one to do with the hair he did the one to do with not drinking wine but what about the girls girls <laughs> I'm speaking to somebody this morning. You have made adjustments concerning the hair. You have made adjustments concerning the wine. But what about the girls? What about the other things that you are not making adjustments to? And many of us, we have made some adjustments. But maybe that one more adjustment you have to make. That will make your life better than it is. You haven't made that adjustment. Yeah. And that is what will just bring you down. But Abraham, the Bible says that he made adjustment when he heard the word of God. He didn't just give some of his children and then he said, okay, the girls are like girls. You know, some fathers, as for girls, they are very sweet. Oh, I like the girls, so they, they, I, will, I will give them. But he went fully with the word of God. All the concubines, everybody, you are not the heir, you are not the child of promise. It's only the child of Sarah who is going to be the child of promise. And he did everything to the letter. Now, so yeah, Papa Abraham, Amen. Amen. So what adjustment do you have to make? A thing in Yeah. 
When Paul wrote to Timothy, he said to him, he said, endure hardness as a good soldier. Timothy had to endure. He had to make adjustments to his life so that he could endure. Paul threw Kata command about Timothy. No, or Kata and say, "Aye, so we mean we need to say Australia. Now, how many manian ufem? Then no, never mind. We did ye. Yeah. The Bible says that seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, and all other things shall be added. Make the adjustment to seek first the kingdom. How come you seek first money? You seek first the political kingdom. You seek first other things, but not the kingdom of God. You are missing it. It is a trust and catcher will say. Amen. 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 How many realize that is the reason why a lot of people are failing? Yeah. Bible says that husbands love your wives. Wives submit to your husband. Beloved. Just make adjustments. If you are a husband, find how to love the wife and love her. It is the word of God. And if you are a wife, find what things to do to adjust yourself, to submit yourself to your husband. But you see, we will not do it. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody make adjustments to your life. Tell him faith is to make adjustments. Amen. Your adjustments and your adaptation is your faith. Adjust your life. Adjust, make adjustments. Yeah. I remember many years ago when you sit in the trot the people say, adjust, 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 adjust yourself. Adjust. Those days, what's not trot to space, space. What's what I'm saying? Chikaya, more adjusted. Chia won't kakra, chia won't kakra. And no night, yeah, come on, someone pay. Yeah. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Since you heard the message about heaven and hell, what Adjustments have you made about your life? And bro, I would say, say, baby, we're a friend in heaven, not baby the hell, no. Open some gym, no. And sakaya be na waye, efa hon. And sasanya be na waye, senye peya. Usu be timiyako heaven. Yeah. When I heard about heaven, and I heard about hell, I said, no. I don't think this hell place, I would like to go there. I, I will not go there. I, I don't want to go there. Let me make the adjustments so that I can make it to heaven and not go to hell. Yeah. You know, one young man, he went to see his father. He's a guy, guy, you know, one of our pastors. He went to talk to his father and he was telling his father that, listen, you have to give your life to Christ. You have to change so that you don't go to hell. He was telling his father. When he told the father, do you know what the father said to him? Instead of making adjustment to his life, he said to the son, You know how they say it in the world? Me, I can't show heaven here. 
what he said was that he said when he gets to heaven and he meets Peter at heaven's gate and Peter tells him to go to hell he will tell Peter that he Peter should rather go to hell but he will not go to hell <laughs> Somebody It is not about that. It's about making adjustments now. Yeah. When I heard that there are crowns in heaven, when we arrive in heaven, some people will wear crowns. Some I say, hey, I would like to wear some of these crowns. What am I supposed to do? I started making adjustments to my life. You know, I had a story of a man who was in prison and uh, a priest went to see him. You know, they were going to hang the man. He had, I think he had murdered somebody. So they were going to hang him. And usually before they do that, they will let a priest come and pray with the person before they, they, they hang the person. So when this man was there, the priest came and the priest started singing and saying all sorts of things. Then he said to the priest, Shut up, shut up, shut up. Hey, you are not afraid, you are shutting the man of God. Up. But you know that the man who was in prison, who had been sentenced to death, he said something to the priest. He said to the priest, He said, Listen, stop. He said, if the things you say you believe, if I also believe the same thing, I will be walking. He said, if it means I have to walk on broken bottles throughout the world, the earth, and tell everybody about Jesus Christ, I will do that. I don't think you believe what you are saying. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people watch our Christian that's it that is it. We don't believe. We, we don't believe. The way we live our Christian lives, the way our lives, it's so clear that we don't believe. 
Sometimes you see people have to give offering. They have to quote scriptures, say this, say that. Before you give the offering, you don't even believe that there's a blessing in giving offering. But if you've heard the word, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And you heard that word, quickly you make adjustments so that every time you can give an offering. Now, so I'm passing what in Yamiasem, I can say, she was a Ubema, since I will be here. Nasa Wutidia, Ubeyan Sakayan Sayer, now be this Amen. Amen. So your adjustment is your faith. Sawyan Sakayan Sayano, a trip and your faith is to make adjustments. Now, Wutidian also said Ubeyan Sakaye, and it's time God speaks, He is expecting an adjustment. Repia and Yamiasem Bepahono, or show Sawbeyan Sakayan Sayo, or Prabu. You don't go to church, hear the word of God, and then it's like the word passes through one ear, goes out through another ear, and then that's it. But there must be adjustment, 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 adjustment. Hey, hey am I preaching to some people? You at are all? preaching. And yes, sir, sorry, now you're pan, you won't take it. You're a bit, 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 you're Papa Abraham or Another person who made adjustment is Noah. I'm just closing, I'm just ending, but I thought yeah. I, should, I should share this one with you because faith also loves another thing. Hebrews 11, verse 7. Bible says that by faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an act to the saving of his house. By the which he condemned the world, and he became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Yeah, he condemned the world by the adjustment which he made. Yeah. yeah, you condemn certain things by your adjustment that you make because sometimes you move with some people, you don't condemn what you are doing because your life is still the same. But when they do something, even your facial expression should let them know that you are not in agreement, and then they will stop. You condemn that thing. Because as a young lady, if people touch you, all that they just smile. <laughs> they touch you. <laughs> hey! It is not by smiling like that. When you keep smiling like that, you are not condemning the act. You are rather encouraging the act. They will keep doing it. But when they touch you, you look at the man and say, listen, if you touch me again, I will slap you. Next time, they will not touch you again. You are smiling. Oh, sorry. And no, no, umbu nothing. Now, so yeah, yeah, now, down, okay, and say, hey, I brought here. Man, yes, I'll be my last warning. And no man who said, That's it. Adjustment. 
Adjustment. It's a man. You don't like wearing ring. Now you are married. You should be wearing your wedding ring so that people will see that you are married. Make that adjustment. It will help you. So Bible says that I'm closing, I'm closing. Listen, I need to close. Uh, Bible says that Noah prepared an ark. So the question I'm asking is that what are you also preparing for? What are you preparing in your life? Yeah. He heard that there was going to be rain, there was going to be judgment on the earth, and so he prepared an ark to the saving of his household. What are you also preparing for your life? Amen. Amen. Listen, beloved, the greatest, the next greatest event that is going to happen in this world is the rapture. Coronavirus is just uh, it's just some simple something that is just come. Rapture, I'm telling you, you have no idea. Coronavirus is just a, a baby. It's a baby when it comes to the rapture. The rapture is when God's people who are saved will be taken up to heaven to meet with God. And those who are not saved will be left walking around. You will see that all of us who are saved will just vanish. And you can't find the Christians again. And then it will be too late for you now to say you want to give your life to Christ. So, that is the greatest thing that is going to happen. We are making preparation for coronavirus, everything. It's all good. But I'm telling you, the greatest thing, greatest next event that is going to happen that you need to prepare for is the rapture. Coronavirus. <laughs> What are you preparing for? I am preparing for the judgment day. I know one day we will stand before the throne of God and we will be judged. And I'm preparing for it. I'm preparing for the crowns in heaven. I'm preparing for the things that God has talked about in his word. Yes. Faith loves preparation. Victory loves preparation. Faith loves victory. Faith hears every warning and prepares accordingly. The Bible says that the prudent man, he foresees the evil ahead and he prepares himself. He said, but the foolish looks on, he passes on and he is punished. In this life, you have to prepare. Prepare. Prepare for the future. Prepare. There are a lot of people, the coronavirus took us by surprise because we were not prepared. Yes. 
But you must prepare. Prepare for the future. Prepare for what is ahead. Prepare. Prepare. Let your life be a life of preparation. There's a Latin phrase. It says, Semper Peratus. Semper Peratus. Peratus, which means always prepared. And no assist ready, sir. <laughs> Somebody says Semper Paratus. Yeah. It is official motto for the United States Coast Guards. That's their motto. Semper Paratus. You want me to spell it? S-E-M P-E-R Semper and Paratus. P-A-R-A-T-U-S. Paratus. Yeah. It means you are always prepared. Look at somebody sitting by you and say Semper Paratus. Tell him you don't need any special prophecy to whatever. Just Semper Paratus. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are preparing for retirement. Which is good. But I can't guarantee that. Now, so mean to me, can't I cannot guarantee that you are going to live till that time. That you are going to retire. I pray that you will reach that time to enjoy it. But what if you die before that now, time? How prepared are you to meet with God? Amos 412, and I'm ending with that scripture. It says that, therefore, thus will I do to you, O Israel. Israel. And because I will do this to you, prepare to meet your God. Prepare to meet your God. How prepared are you? What adjustment are you making in your life? What preparations are you making for the coming of Jesus Christ? He said, prepare to meet your God. How prepared are you? Are you making adjustments in your life? Tomorrow may be too late. You may be saying, I'll do it tomorrow. But listen, tomorrow may be too late. The Bible says that today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. May you make the adjustments you need to make. May you make the preparations you have to make so that you'll be ready. Always ready. Semper paratus. Semper paratus. Stand to your feet. Sorry, now now so baby, I will be a. Put your hands together for Jesus. Jesus. Oh, I didn't hear you. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hey, put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory! Sheds on our way while we do his good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Oh, trust and obey. Oh, for the snow are the way. To be happy in Jesus.
but to trust and obey. Trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Wherever you are, I want you to lift up your voice in a minute. Just talk to God. What are the adjustments you need to make in your life? What are the preparations you need to make? Just commit yourself to God in just a minute. You want to talk to God. Ask God to help you to make the changes you have to make. Yes. Tell the Lord, I need help. I need help. I need to make changes. The friends that I have. The things that I'm doing, I need to change. The places I used to go, I have to change and not go there again. I have to make changes to my life. Lord, help me to make the needed changes. I need to move away from some friends. I need to move away from watching certain things. I need to move away from listening to some things. Lord, help me to make the changes I need to make. Help me, oh God. Help me to do my best for you as a child of God. Thank you, Father, for your help. Thank you, Father, for your help. In the name of Jesus Christ. And right now, if you're also watching, you're listening to me, the Bible says that God said, this is what I'll do to you. And because I'll do that to you, prepare to meet your God. Today, God is looking for people who are prepared, who are making preparations to meet with him. Today, how prepared are you to meet with God? If you should die now, are you prepared to meet God? But you can do that today. By praying this prayer with me. Just pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today. Today. I thank you. I thank you. For dying on the cross. For dying on the cross. To save me from my sin. To save me from my sin. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the Lamb's book of life. In the Lamb's book of life. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I follow you. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Now let's pray in Chica. And there, and there, So small, but Jesus, small, but Jesus. So me won't jimmy, kwa. So me won't jimmy, kwa. Boni biya ma yetiya ubiya. Biya ma yetiya ubiya. Fami boni chemi. Fami boni chemi. But snama kumemu. But snama kumemu. Yemi a body a full fro. Yemi a body a full fro. Show me ding. Show me ding. Wa won't kwa humanum. Wa won't kwa humanum. Efri neko. Efri neko. Me sumo. Me sumo. Me kwa nenyi na. Me dawase. Se wa wumi full fro. Se wa se same. Amen. Amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, I'm telling you, ya. it's a very powerful prayer. We'd love to hear from you. Get in touch with us. The numbers will be there. You can call, send a message. And somebody will get in touch with you. Very, very important. So God bless you so much. God bless you. Put your hands together for Jesus.